Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Howard, welcome to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. I'm joined as always by G. Hey Wiley, Armani Buckets, Brandon Deutsch, and Jake Dicker. How are we doing? I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am beat. WrestleMania uh, kind of beat the living daylights out of me. So other than that, it's I'm so glad it's Friday. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's a great it's a great day wherever you are. I cannot wait. NFL preseason. Mitch Trubisky Watson. is starting tomorrow. <laughs> Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. I'm uh I'm really excited to see how Justin Fields and the Bears do as well. I'm not optimistic, but I'm excited to see it. Yeah, no, I'm very excited. Um for all the reasons everyone said, especially, you know, Brandon. It's a it's a beautiful day wherever you are. So guys, I am at Circa today. This is why we're doing the show re- remote and we're all in different places. I'm at Circa. Uh before we hit the uh before we go on the air today, I'm going to tweet out a picture from my room. They gave me a picture of overlooking st- Stadium Swim. So when you I uh, when I uh, open the curtains of the room, uh, you could see this massive TV. They had a big monsoon here last night. So uh, the largest downpour of rain in over 10 years here in Las Vegas. So that was a little, little unique. Had to uh, deal with that. Uh, but, Jihei, before we get into the headlines, yeah, so you went to the WrestleMania launch party last night. You were on the field at SoFi Stadium. They put a ring at the 50-yard line. Uh, Snoop Dogg was there. The Miz was there. Uh, what was that like? I mean, it was pretty electric. I mean, it, and very family friendly, by the way. Tons of kids just ro- roaming around, doing cartwheel flips, waiting for um, you know all of the talent, the Miz and uh, Snoop Dogg and the like, and uh, to come out. So it was it was very electric. It was pretty awesome, actually. Um, it, it was very entertaining. You you know you had um, uh, you had you had you just had so many different fans from different walks of life that just. We're all about coming in there. And I have a present for you when you get back from Vegas, too, Arash. Ah, I'm looking forward to that. Looking <laughs> forward to that. Your video was, I mean, you had such, such a fun day. You were at the NFL Network. You had SoFi, so a lot of fun. Um, all right, let's get to today's headlines brought to you by Circus Sports. Circa Millions and Circus Survivor Pro Football Contest are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Hit it, Jihei. <laughs> Well, the NBA announced that Bill Russell's number six jersey will be the first retired league-wide throughout the association. LeBron James, um, along with other athletes who currently wear number six, will be um, grandfathered in 
What do you guys think of Russell's number being the first in the NBA to be retired league-wide? Listen, I mean, it's the greatest compliment you can play to a player by saying not only will the number not be worn by a Celtic, which was already the case a long time ago, they had retired the number six with the Celtics, but league-wide. And so that is, um, listen, um, I think that's a fantastic gesture. I really think you could only do that with one or two players. Major League Baseball, of course, does that with Jackie Robinson. Bill Russell, according to a lot of, uh, of, of people from that time, view Bill in that like. And so if that's the case, then, then that's a tremendous compliment to him. Again, the number one question a lot of people had, you know, what does that mean for LeBron James? Or what does that mean for players who currently wear the number six? And you mentioned that, Jihei, they are grandfathered in. So they get to wear the number six and they will be the last players for those respective teams to wear the number six. So LeBron James um, will be the last player in the Lakers history to wear the number six. So like, I think it's fantastic. I, I at the beginning wasn't for it, but more that the, the more I think about this, this is a gesture just for one player. Again, you can't make it a thing where what about Magic? What about Larry? What about Kobe? What about Jordan? And so you start to go down the list. And, and again, you, you, you could do it with teams league-wide. You really can only do it with one player. So uh, I have no problem at all with this. Yeah, this might be an unpopular opinion. I really have a problem with this. I do not think Bill Russell should be the athlete that was retired around the league. I know he was a uh, one of the first social justice people, stood up, dealt with a lot of racism, hats off to him, all-time great, really revolutionized defense. At the same time, like, yeah, he lived a long life. He died of old age. Kobe died in a helicopter crash. I think Kobe should have been the one that was retired. And I know that you cannot tricky. compare. You cannot compare those two. You can't. You just can't. Bill Russell but, won eleven, won over eleven rings. You can't compare the two. I love Kobe, and like as a player, I think rings, he was yes, phenomenal. Plumbers, but, Jerry West, and Elgin. I don't want to hear it. First of all, he did not. It was not against plumbers. It was not against. Stop that. Stop that. When you think of number six, who do you think of? It's not Bill Russell. I'm sorry. Half the people don't even know Bill Russell. If you look at your history, if you know your NBA history, you think of Bill Russell. You do not think of LeBron James. You think of number twenty-three. You don't think of LeBron James. You think of Michael Jordan. You don't like. You put this guy on a pedestal. I'm not saying that. LeBron James is horrible. He's a Hall of Famer. There's no question whatsoever. But you put him on such a pedestal that, like, it's just nobody can reach him. Stop. Stop with that. Bill I Russell totally deserves of... this. Really? Okay. Well, oh, I know absolutely. it's an unpopular opinion. When you... No one wants to say it, but half of the people are, like, thinking Bill Russell didn't deserve this. And I, well, they shocker from me. a Laker fan. afraid to say this. Well, shocker well, from a Laker fan. That, that also <laughs> makes me sick. Why do we have the clover on the Lakers? I'm sorry. Like, you can wear it's a tribute, man. No, it's no, a you tribute. Can put the number six. You can put the number six. Okay, the that's clover, fair. That's the Boston fair. Celtics colors. I wanted to throw up when I saw that yesterday. How did Lakers management have that happen? And I'm sorry, Bill Russell, love you as a player. You don't deserve to be the, number, the player that was retired around the league. I'm sorry. I, I 100% disagree with you because I think I can be impartial because I'm not a Laker fan. So I think that if you look at his numbers, if you look at yet, you know what? You, numbers, plumbers are plus. Field goal percentage. One of the worst. <laughs> How many rings? How many rings? You always sit here and talk to me about all these I championships. Ring. He had the only all good these team rings. in the NBA besides. It LG doesn't Miller, matter. He, rings. Sam Jones, numbers Bob are rings. Cousy, Cowens. 
uh, all these guys. I mean, of course he won 11 championships. There was no competition. There was plumbers playing in the Oh, stop. League. First of all, guys stop with that. That, that, that is... If he was around right now, he'd kick your sorry rear right now. If nah. he was around right now, he would still... If you don't... Do you remember when he... Do you remember when he got that number 75, like, of all time? And did you see that highlight of his? He'd be like, I'd kick all your Bs. Like, that's the kind of confidence right, and that's the kind of man that that guy still was. Bill Russell, congrats. Great player. Didn't deserve it. Sorry. Kobe Bryant. Uh, I mean, this is your gener- Like, I am now officially- I was afraid before, but I, I am now officially afraid to hand <laughs> the reins over to your next generation. Hey, by the way, so this is not this is not my forte. You you gotta just make a TikTok of your uh, rant. By the way, like I think on TikTok, most of the people will take your side on this because most of the people they on did TikTok. Already. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, it's your generation I, I actually, that watches TikTok. I took a huge L. I put uh, Rosh's uh, tweet on my TikTok. Oh, I, you did. I, I gotta check that out. That's, that's but then I said, but then I said, LeBron James will never wear six again. I forgot to read the rest of the tweet, and I had to leave it up because I don't. I was like, what do I do? Delete it? So I'm just going to post another one saying like, you know, I don't think Bill Russell deserves it. Most people in the comments said, when you think of number six, it's LeBron James. It's not Bill Russell. Yeah, because none of you look at your history. Your generation doesn't look at backwards. Because no one cares about the NBA when there were plumbers. You're supposed to. You should. You should. Those guys weren't athletes. Those guys were. They wouldn't. You guys wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for Bill Russell. You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Bill Russell. All the change that he did, you wouldn't even be here. You need to learn no, your history. Will Chamberlain has Absolutely. an argument to be like, you Absolutely. know, like, he actually scored points and had a high field goal percentage. Wasn't just a rebounder and a defender. I'm just saying that you still need, my, my whole entire point is that you still need to know your history. You need to know your history and you know, need to know, my dad always said, you need to know where you've been in order to know where you're going. If, if, you, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. So... Just know you're I'm history. not going to continue arguing this. Yep, that's Fine. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to agree. Hear me out here. I'm going to agree with Brandon that Bill Russell did win his titles and there were eight and nine teams in the league. But Bill Russell's number is not getting retired league-wide because he's the best player of all time or because he won 11 rings. Bill Russell's number is getting retired league-wide for the impact that he had on the league. Um, it was everything that he endured. Um, as one of the you know premier African-American players in the league at a time where it wasn't accepted and then the first African-American coach in the league So I don't think Bill Russell's number is being retired because the NBA thinks he's the best player of all time or because um, for, for for the 11 rings sure the 11 rings help, but that's not why it's being retired um, So I don't really have an issue with it. I'm not sure if the number league-wide and the patch that I think they're all wearing and the clover on the floor it might be a lot um, but I don't have an issue. I didn't, as, as a Rashad, I didn't love it when it first, when I got, when I saw the tweet kind of took me back. I was like, whoa, this is something I didn't see them doing at all. But the more I think about it, the more I don't have an issue with it at all. Brandon, I will agree with you. The clover is a little much. Like put the number six. I'm fine with that. I like on a Laker jersey. I get that. I understand that, that, that kind of strife, but also I, I if still, we're talking, if we're talking social impact, don't you think Kareem should be retired over, over Bill Russell? Right. I mean, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens down the line. But I mean, I don't think. Yes, social impact. Yes, but the, it's it's a very different issue. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Well, let's move forward. Hold up. To the hold end. up. Hold up. G. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm on. I'm on. What do you think about this? Sorry. I, Sorry to cut I you agree. off. I agree. 
I agree with Jake, and I think that it definitely sets an interesting precedent because, I mean, God forbid it happens anytime soon, but what are we going to do when, when a Kareem passes away? Are we just going to retire everybody's number that had a huge impact on the game? Um, with that being said, MJ should have had his retired by now. That that goes without saying. And to to add on to that point, why does the clover need to be so big? It's <laughs> 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 like a it's it's. I don't know if you guys Wait, saw. No, the... Okay, so that picture is not correct. I think what okay. I, I don't know what site that was. Clutch points or something. I I promise you, it's not that big. And as it pertains to the Lakers, I I still think that there's time for the league and the Lakers to work something out. And, there cannot be a green clover on the Lakers court this entire season. So to your guys' point, a a black and green number six, something. You can, like, honor him without having that godforsaken green clover on the court. Come on now. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I'm okay with the green clover is because Bill Russell walked around in a Laker jersey. And I agree. That is so I don't have I don't have as much of an issue with it as I thought I was going to. <laughs> Alright, well now, moving forward, the announcement means that, um, this announcement means that LeBron James will be the last Laker player to wear the number six. Arash, you tweeted a poll after the announcement asking if Laker fans should retire LeBron's jersey after he after he retired, and it was about 60 to 40 in favor of the Lakers retiring it. What do you guys think, and should the Lakers retire LeBron James's jersey? And if they do, what number should it be? Number 23 or number 20 or number six? So you know, so, so through the first 5,000 people who uh, tw- or, or who responded, it's 59 of 41, and this is why I tweeted it. People, I think, would be amazed at at at, at there's 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 not this feeling that for sure like it's a yes or for sure that there's a no i think there's no question about it the when lebron james retires and even if it's after next season which is he won't retire after next season but let's just say he does let's just say he finishes his last five seasons with the lakers he's he's one of the all-time greats if not you know top two will won a championship here and i'm not I, I just hate that people disparage that championship because it was one of the hardest to win in sports history it's very similar to Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain played his last five years with the Lakers, won one championship. So, um, my view is it does get retired. The question at that point, will it be 23? Will it be six? I think it will be 23 because that's the t- that, 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 that's the team he won the championship with. And Brandon, I know you disagree, and I, I think you have a really good point because it, it's one thing not to win a championship, you can't be below 500 and not even make the playoffs. Yeah, and it's it's been happening. Like, he's had a tumultuous tenure, to say the least. I mean, if you think about it, yes, the championship was hard fought. It was hard won. He became a Lakers legend that day. But at the same time, like, when you're talking about, like, retiring, one of, like, the 10 best Lakers of all time, LeBron's really had a disappointing like couple seasons after that and there's no denying that and unless that changes with another championship i mean he's had a lot of losing record years he didn't get past the first round a lot of that is yeah, anthony davis probably probably won two championships if davis is healthy especially against the suns they at least get to the finals that year probably right but at the same time it's like yes they'll retire 23 i think it's a done deal you know they're going to retire right because he won he won a championship there they hadn't won in 10 years so really lebron put the lakers back on the map even though we're discussing about but for arguably the greatest player in the history of the game 
like we have such high expectations. Like I expect another championship from LeBron James in the Lakers uniform. Like that was just the minimum is two when he came to the Lakers, in my opinion. And I think most people, it's unfair because he's 38 to hold him to that standard, but that's why he's considered the greatest of all time, right? And I think like undoubtedly he should get his number retired if he wins another championship. But I want to see more playoff success from LeBron James before I'm okay with it. But it's going to happen either way. I don't have to say in it, you know? I, I might be in the minority on this, but if you join a team, even if it's for a season and you're the best player on that team and they win a championship, kind of like Kawhi in Toronto, like LeBron in LA, I'm retiring the number if it's up to me because the championship is what we play for. The interesting question for me is not, not LeBron, LeBron because I agree, I agree with you, Brandon. Brandon. I think it's, it's, it's a, a foregone, foregone conclusion. conclusion. The, the interesting one for me is Davis, Davis because... because Davis will probably be a Laker here for the foreseeable future unless unless Laker fans want him gone badly enough. Um, and, and I mean, he was very, very responsible for that title as well. So I'm very interested to see, because LeBron's going to get his. But if Davis continues to upset the fan base with being you know injury-prone and whatnot, I don't know if he gets it. Although, to me, his case is similar to Pau Gasol's. In, 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 in those in in, in, that, in that tenure, tenure but Powell Powell won too, too, so, so it's, it's a little, little different. different. I also want to get perspective of, of I have a thirteen-year-old in, in the room with, with my cousin, cousin <laughs> and, and, and he, he he might give, give us a different perspective. perspective. What, do what do you think? So, so I, don't I don't think there's any, any reason for LeBron for LeBron's number six to be retired. I don't think it's going to be retired. Number twenty-three, there's an argue. If he plays a couple. Maybe wins another championship or two, then they might. If if he wins a championship, they will. Right now, if he retire, were to retire today, they would not. That, that makes sense. There's only one championship, yeah. one bubble championship that didn't really do anything. Yeah, I mean the thing with the thing with the retirement, I think. Listen, no one's gonna wear six again. So effectively, both numbers will get get. Retired. I thought they were going to do that with Kobe, to be honest. I thought they would retire one of the numbers and basically say, no one's going to wear, let's just say, number 24 again. But Jake, I mean, like, I don't think it's a question. I think he gets 23 retired. He won a championship in it. Yeah, I think I think 23 probably does get retired because he won the ring. Um, but I think, and you know, Armand brought up the Kawhi Leonard thing. Like, kind of makes sense. Like, we think about it and you break down LeBron's Laker tenure and Kawhi's Raptors tenure, which is only a year. I mean, there's one really good year. And then, if, I mean, you can kind of eliminate the rest of LeBron the last two years when you're having this conversation because they didn't succeed. Um, so is that one, in my mind, it's, it, you have to make the decision if that one year is worth at this current point in time if that one year is worth retiring his number and he was the best player on a championship team and won the finals mvp i think he probably is if he wins another one i mean it's a foregone conclusion but as of now there's no point to re retire number six especially when no one's gonna wear it again because it's being retired league-wide for bill russell but if you want to retire 23 um i think you, you probably it's probably gonna happen and i don't have an issue with it and guys, just for a reminder, listen, if you've if you've played as a, a good portion of your career with the Lakers or or the Lakers helped you become a Hall of Fame player, you're getting it retired. It's not even a debate at that point. I mean, you look at guys like Gail Goodrich, Jamal Wilkes, guys who really 
you know, 20 years had gone by, they finally got into the Hall of Fame. And because the Lakers retire the numbers of their Hall of Fame players, again, you know, like again, 20 years following their career, Jamal Wilkes gets his retired and Gail Goodrich. And so there's not much of a debate for me. Uh, LeBron will uh, uh, that again. Would I have liked them to have more success? Of course. Again, they missed the playoffs twice. They got bounced in the first round once. They won one championship. It happened during a pandemic. Not their fault. But the biggest issue there is they did not get to celebrate with their fans. LeBron, in my view, because I thought they were the best team that year, was really robbed of that moment where he had that parade, had that drive down Figueroa, where he could have been embraced by the fans. And in this moment gets forgotten. But LeBron James going at center court and addressing the Lakers fans following the passing of Kobe Bryant, I really believe at that point in time, he became a Laker. And and I just hate that we forget that and we forget how hard it was to be in Florida. It's not like they won the championship in Los Angeles. This bubble was in Florida. For 100 days, they were away from friends and family and things like that. So... Listen, I think LeBron gets his retired. There's no doubt about that. All right, let's leave it there for now. When we come back, we'll be joined by our good friend Michael Duarte from KNBC4 in Los Angeles. When we come back on the Mightier 1090, the fan in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with 12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports with two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with 12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or comment or just want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Los Angeles, Las Vegas, or Hawaii, call our hotline 310-400-0340. All right, let's go out to the Circus Sports Guest Hotline right now. Circa Millions and Circus Survivor Pro Football Contest with $12 million in guaranteed prizes are back. Visit CircusSports.com for details. And here he is. Our good friend from KMBC4 in Los Angeles, Michael Duarte. Michael, how are you? Rosh, I listened to your first segment there, and if that is any indication how this segment's going to go, <laughs> we better turn out the lights because it's about to get lit. Listen, this was, uh, it is usually a good show on a Friday where we got you, Michael, and I, I kind of have to piggyback off of the first segment just because it was so hot. Uh, well, let's start here, and we normally don't do this, but listen, I think we all have a hot take or a strong opinion Bill Russell, number six, retired league-wide, has never happened before. In the NBA, of course, we both know and we all know it happened in Major League Baseball with Jackie Robinson. Your thoughts on that, Michael? Yeah, you know, this Bill Russell was another – I know he wasn't the first black player to ever play in the NBA. He was the first black head coach, I believe. He was a trailblazer uh, of – 
you know, different elks of, of sorts with the Celtics. Uh, and also, this is a guy who won, what, 11 championships? So, um, you know, arguably, there's nobody who's got the accolades and the rings uh, that this man has. So uh, I, I I guess I like the move because it hasn't happened that sport. We see it in baseball with Jackie Robinson, uh, as you mentioned. So uh, it's fine. I, it's interesting now because I think somewhere and something that we could discuss is like LeBron James, who wears number six, and I know will be grandfathered in. I think somewhere he wanted like that Miami. Miami Heat jersey retired, right? Number yeah. six to go in the rafters. He probably wants six to go in the rafters in a Lakers jersey. So I wonder what he thinks about this. Well, so the second part of that question that that we brought up was LeBron James. And, you know, with the Lakers, I think my view, Michael, is if he retires after the, this upcoming season, which he won't, but let's just say for the sake of this argument, um, I, I would have to imagine number 23 gets retired just because he won the championship with 23. Um, what? But listen, I I, I I wonder, what do you think? Do, did Has LeBron James done enough to have his jersey retired here? Uh, do I believe he's done enough? No. Do I think Jeannie will do it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and yeah, you're probably right. Even though he will have played more seasons in number six by the time his career, is, his career as a Laker is done than in 23. Uh, he did win the title in 23. Uh, we'll see if he wins another one in six or not. I doubt it. But um, I, I do think knowing Jeannie and the way she coddles her superstars uh, that she would end up ultimately retiring LeBron's jersey. Look, if Paul Gasol's getting a jersey retirement jersey, and I think he should, by the way, um, then I think LeBron would get one as well. Yeah. Um, but what, my question yeah, to Rush would yeah. be, if, if you think they're going to retire 23, um, if AD eventually goes there, and he, you know, maybe wins another chip or stays with the Lakers. Would they? What would they retire when AD? If they were to listen, this is sort of, AD's number. Yeah, I think Anthony Davis will get his jersey retired. People have to understand with the Lakers. If you've played a significant portion of your career, that what does that mean? It's not the most seasons. It is what have you done there? And so, Pau Gasol, for example, no doubt about it, will get his number sixteen retired with the Lakers, played in three finals, won two championships. Kobe said it. But listen, the moment that Powell's done, his number will be retired alongside mine. At the end of the day, I think Anthony Davis will play in Los Angeles long enough. And even if he doesn't win another championship, he will have won that one. And he played a significant role with that one. And he's right now one of the top 75 players of all time. So I think that there's no doubt, um, you know, he'll get his number retired as well. Brandon, you had a hot take with Bill Russell and LeBron. My take is if, if Anthony Davis at least continues this tra trajectory of being one of the top 50 players of all time, and, and not that he has to win a championship, I think if he's in the Hall of Fame, the Lakers will retire his number two. Yeah, I mean, uh, just I know I said this in the first segment. I think Michael and I agree. I don't think it should be retired just yet. But at the same time, it's like it's going to get retired. Jeannie's going to retire 23, right? Everyone knows that. Anthony Davis, that's another story. I think Anthony Davis needs to win another championship for his number to be retired. As good as he was in that season where he won, he's really dealt with injuries and has been disappointing production-wise. Hasn't had those New Orleans Pelicans-type numbers for the Lakers since his – first season with the Lakers. But I wanted to ask Michael here about 
the Bill Russell thing. Let's go back to this because I know you said, yeah, great impact off the court. We all understand, you know, he had to deal with a lot and he was a trailblazer, revolutionized modern defense, all time great. No one's denying that. My thing is Michael Jordan globalized the game. Armand brought that up. Kobe Bryant also helped globalize the game. And, you know, he died in a, a tragic helicopter crash. I just didn't think Bill Russell was the guy. You know, I think he was playing against plumbers. There's only two good teams in the league. I mean, I know it's a J.J. Redick take, but I agree with him there. There was Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, and then the Celtics had Sam Jones, Bob Cousy, Cowens, and all the best players in the league. So I get he won 11 championships. I get he was an all-time great. 44 field goal percentage, by the way, career, which is terrible, but I'm not going to use that against him. Different NBA. But... Do you, like, I feel like this is embarrassing for the league. It's a hot take. No one wants to say it. I think it's embarrassing for the league. I would have done Michael Jordan. No, I don't think so. So I don't think this is happening because of stats on the court. Um, I think this is happening because of who the person was off the court and what they did for the sport um, and for people of color in the sport. Like Jackie Robinson has his jersey retired across uh, Major League Baseball. Um, and I And he's a Hall of Famer, but I think he only played like eight years, nine years with the Dodgers, um, you know, and he didn't have, you know, he was an all-star. He won a championship. He was a one-time MVP. He doesn't have anywhere near the stats or numbers that Bill Russell has, but, you know, he was, he broke the color barrier and what he put up with uh, on the field, the racial slurs, the remarks, the getting stuff thrown at him, all of that to go through all that. Bill Russell got all of that in Boston. Uh and still stuck there and stayed throughout his entire career there and still coached there. Um, and I think that is more of why they are, are doing this for him. And, 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 you know, I don't think it's a hot take to say it shouldn't be. I think it's a hot take to say it should be Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. I mean, those guys have their jerseys retired respectfully with their teams because of what they accomplished on the court. I think the NBA is doing this for, for, what his accomplishments and what his legacy was off the court. This is a guy who got, you know, the presidential uh, medal of freedom by Barack Obama for, for what he did in his civil rights movement. This is a guy who, if you remember, it was Bill Russell, Muhammad Ali, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. These were guys who were like trailblazers for uh, black athletes and athletics uh, to speak up about these things off the court and off the field. And I think that's why they're doing this for Bill Russell. But, you know, they already named the NBA Finals MVP trophy after Bill Russell, kind of like how the All-Star Game MVP trophy is now named after Kobe Bryant. So um, they already had this really good legacy accolade for Bill Russell that will stand the test of time. And you're adding this to it, which I thought was, you know, maybe interesting. Maybe it was a knee-jerk reaction. I would have maybe had them wait like a year to decide if this was what they really wanted to do. But um, I get it. I get it. Uh, one last thing I'll say going back, Arash, because you weren't on the show uh, at the time, but talking about like Jersey retirements and stuff, if if the Lakers were the Kings, then KCP would get a statue outside crypto in, in Star <laughs> Plaza uh, because we were arguing the Dustin Brown statue a few weeks ago. That's a guy who's Wait, not even going to be in the Hall of Fame hold on. and they're building it, a statue for it, him. It's a little different. I mean, he was a, the captain of the Kings team that won the Stanley Cup 2012-2014. If they were healthy, I, I still say to this day that they would have won three cups in a row. He was the captain of that team and I think if he wasn't the first American captain of a Stanley Cup team he was like one of the top three um listen i get it at the end of the day people forget about this and i'll still call it staple center crypto.com 
it's the home of the Kings. The Kings built that. So people wonder, you know, why was Wayne Gretzky the first statue there? Because it's the house that Wayne built. It, it really was the 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 home of the Kings. The Lakers moved in. People don't know this, or maybe they forget. The Lakers pay like a okay, rent. They 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 lease it. So listen, no issue with Dustin Brown. Let's not compare Dustin Brown, El Capitan, to KCP. Come on. Man. I'm just saying I think he's going to be the only non-Hall of Famer in Star Plaza. Michael, the Dodgers are getting a bunch of guys back, hopefully over the next couple of weeks. Dustin May, Bruce Dargratterall, Blake Trinan. Uh, but one guy that we haven't really gotten any sort of update on is Walker Bueller. Um, what do you what do you see his impact being down the line if he's able to come back? And, and you know, if you've heard anything on that end. Yeah, so Walker started throwing again. Uh, he started a throwing program. He hasn't really built up to like bullpens yet or sim games or obviously anywhere close to, to touching a field and a rehab assignment. But um, he's building towards that. We're here, I guess, second week of August, technically. Uh, so the timeline for him is still September. So he still has time to build that up uh, and do that. They still want to build him up and try to get him to be um, a starting pitcher and a starting pitcher who can make an impact in the postseason, and that is still the plan. Now, in order for that to happen, he has to check these boxes along the way and keep up with the timeline that the, his current timeline is. I've talked to him. He's been with the Dodgers. He's been traveling with the Dodgers. He's in the dugout, uh, and he tells me he feels fine. That shoulder feels fine. He feels great. So as long as he progresses correctly and he checks all the boxes and uh, you know hits everything at the benchmarks that he's supposed to, then he will be on path to start in the playoffs and I believe as long as he is still you know 90% of what he is then he's your game one starter in most series depending on the matchup um, now with that said if there is any hiccup along the way if there is any inflammation or soreness or anything that you need to pump on the brakes a little bit and he's not able to build up to like five innings 75 pitches like in a rehab start uh, where Dustin May is almost, by the way, I think Dustin's going to make one more rehab start here on Saturday, and then his next start will be with the Dodgers on the Major League roster, which is pretty exciting for him. Uh, and they've built him up uh, to be a starter, but he's a guy I think would be you know, a better piece suited for the bullpen uh, in the postseason. But if there's any hiccup along the way for Walker, um, they have not said like definitively that it's starter or bust. They would have no problem moving him to the bullpen um, if he's not built up enough to to start in the postseason. Michael, you just mentioned it at the end. Um, you know, they're building Dustin May up to be a starter, um, but, you know, in postseasons past, we've seen him kind of be that high high leverage uh, kind of bridge guy, you know, sixth, seventh inning guy. Uh, what do you see his impact being in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. Uh... That's a question. I think what's going to happen is we're going to see how it goes once he makes these starts. I think there's enough of a runway here for Dustin May to really see if the biggest thing that I've talked to with these pitchers who come off of Tommy John surgery and they come right in the game is they don't have that feel for the ball right off the bat the way they used to. And so then they can't command it as well because you don't have, um, you know, the, the feel of the pitch that you used to. Um, a lot of guys used to tell me that was their biggest struggle and that sometimes that can take, you know, a few more months to get to. So it's going to be interesting so far. Dustin May definitely had that in his very first rehab start in Oklahoma City, uh, but he didn't have that so far so good in the last few starts. Uh, he's been commanding the ball well. He's 
touched, uh, I think he's touched triple digits a few times with some of his pitches. The movement is coming back. Um, his walks are down. So those are all good signs that he's getting a little bit of a better feel for it. So once we see him on the major league mound, um, if his stuff is there and the movement is there and the velocity is there and he's playing and he has that feel and he can do it consistent, consistently, that's the biggest thing. Then I think the Dodgers would love to, to have him as a starter in the rotation in the postseason. But I mean, at this point, you have shoot five six guys especially if Clayton Kershaw is happy or healthy excuse me that could start in the playoffs for you so like I mean if you went just by statistic Tony Gonsal and Tyler Anderson should be your one two starter one two punch in the postseason do I think that's what it will be no I think Julio Rios right now is your best healthy starter if Walker Bueller is on the IL but uh, there's a lot of guys who can do it but if Dustin May is right he's definitely a guy they could use like as a game four kind of starter but I still think arguably with the fact that he's coming off Tommy John surgery with the fact that they have tons of depth at the rotation and they appear to be getting more guys back in the next month um, that more than likely, as you mentioned, he's a guy that comes out of the pen in a high leverage situation to face guys like Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, for example, if you were to meet the Padres in the playoffs, like big righty bats uh, and, and ones that he has success with, with his pitch mix and with his velocity. And I think that's where you see him in those moments in the postseason. Michael, obviously the Dodgers have been on a roll And we just mentioned a bunch of the reinforcements that they expect to get back soon. In terms of the most irreplaceable player on this current team, who would it be? Like the the one guy that, God forbid, if if this guy goes down, the team would be kind of in, in the most trouble. Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, the Dodgers are, are meteoric right now as far as their rise. Um, 32 and five in their last 37 games, 10 game winning streak. Uh, each and every time I go out to Dodger Stadium to watch a game, the Dodgers have more runs on a Taco Bell after party. It's just insane the way that this team can just keep piling on in the middle of a game, keep putting up cricket numbers. Like I thought they were going to lose that game. The twins, and they come up and they end up putting up eight runs on them. Uh, so, but, but to answer your question, you know, this was a question that, that, I kind of asked each and every year myself. And I remember back in 2018, if you guys remember this, Justin, Arash would remember this, Justin Turner fractured his wrist in spring training, like the, I don't know, the second or third to last spring training game. And he was out for a good, like six to eight weeks of that season. And if you recall, by the end of May, they were 10 games below 500. They were last place in the NL West. People were burying them. And Justin Turner comes back. He starts hitting again. And the Dodgers go on this roll. Well, Justin Turner has kind of spent this season on and off the IL. So it's not him that that is that. I honestly think, um, and here's another part of it. I would say, t- to answer your question, Armand, it has to be the big three. Uh, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman. And I have to put them together. Uh, I know Mookie missed a little bit of time and they still were able to win games at a high clip. But the three of them together are just unstoppable. Uh, And and they kind of work and feed off each other because Mookie gets on base and then Trey will knock him in and then Trey gets on base and he can steal a base and he can create havoc and put pressure on the opposing team and put pressure on the opposing pitcher. uh, And they can be very aggressive against the team they play. And then Freddie Freeman, of course, knocks him in. So the the rest of the team's been streaky on and off. Like Will Smith's been hot right now of late. Max Muncy's been hot of late. But these guys went through droughts and, and cold streaks. 
streaks. And this team kept winning because of the big three at the top. There was a stat that happened in San Francisco uh, when they swept the Giants in that four-game series last week. And that stat was Mookie Betts, uh, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman did not have a hit. And that was the first time all year in 104 games. And now they've played 110, so it's only happened once. The first time that those guys, all three, did not have a hit in the same game together. That's a crazy stat to think about. And, um, and they ended up winning that game anyway. So that just kind of tells you that they can win without those guys. That's how potent the lineup is. But I would say those three combined are the most important. Any of those three go down or a combination of the three Dodgers are in trouble. Uh, Duarte last couple of minutes. I'll put the clock on the board. Uh, try not to go over because I'm going to give you something where, again, we should probably talk about this next week. We had such a fun time at Clayton Kershaw's ping pong tournament having Justin Isosceles, my friend, on the field. And by the way, Duarte's relationship with all these players, like he's telling Dave Roberts, hey, go get some Justin Isosceles. And he's like, oh, thank you, Michael. Thank you for letting me know. So we're having wine with um, Andrew Friedman, Trey Turner, uh, Dave Roberts. Highlight of that tournament, and again, it's the best thing that they do the entire year. Clayton Kershaw does such an amazing job. We work the red carpet. Last two minutes, your highlight from Clayton Kershaw's event. Don't worry, don't worry, Rush. I'm like Kobe. I'm clutch. I, I, can, I can make it before the clock runs out. Um, honestly, Rush, you already said it. The highlight of the event for me was the freaking open bar of Justin Isosceles by the glass. Like that is just like. I don't know, like Arash and I and Dave Roberts were the only three people I felt in that stadium who really understood the gold that was being poured in these glasses. This is very close to a hundred dollar bottle of wine. It has like anywhere from a 95 to 96 wine searcher score. Um, so like this is like an amazing bottle of wine. And they also, along with the Justin Vineyards, which was there, had like all these like pish posh bottles of wines with them that we also tried once the isosceles was out, which was nowhere near as good. So, I mean, I, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like the most top shelf liqueur you could think of. And they're like, oh, it's here. Just have as much as you want. Uh, that was my highlight. But as, as you know, Arash, this is my favorite event to go to. Uh, and I go to a lot of events throughout the year and you go to a lot of events throughout the year when it comes to sports. And the reason why this is the best event is normally there's like a concert and artists performing and, and the VIPs or celebrities and athletes, they're all in like a separate part of the party. And sometimes we can get in and sometimes we can't. This is an event where like you mix A-list actors, musicians, uh, athletes from different sports. Like there was Lakers there, there was Kings. Um, and you also put the Dodgers players, like literally 90% of the team is there and they're just all hanging out on the infield and you can interact with them and you can have conversations with them and take selfies with them and talk to them and play ping pong with them. And on your left is Rob Lowe and on your right is Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis and in front of you is Will Ferrell and next to you is Jack Black. And then there's Cody Bellinger. So uh, it's just a fun event where it's casual and you can talk to everybody. It's not like you got to dress up fancy. And anyways, I look forward to it every year and hopefully Kershaw comes back and we can do it again. Yep. It's the best, Michael. You're the best. That's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again on Monday. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe and stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Everybody got their own 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.